This is Watchmen Podcast by Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're covering episode eight called A God Walks Into A Bar. A Bar. Gotta say, I love a pun. So whenever I love you put a, pun, a pun in the title. <laughs> Second sexual joke I got it kind of tonight, you know, I guess. Um, I Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I am completely bumfuzzled how to even talk about this episode. I absolutely love the episode, but I'm very bumfuzzled. I'm bumfuzzled over what bumfuzzled is. <laughs> is, is that in Webster's? We, we got Marion's over pull it here. Out, pull it out. Let's try the Urban Dictionary, maybe. <laughs> it's in there. It's in there. Uh, oh god, I've heard befuddled. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Befuddled. Same thing. I mean, I feel like it would be uh, extremely boring to talk too much about, you know, the first date and like you know how that worked out, I guess, and stuff. Just as hard it is to to be the person talking to Dr. Manhattan the whole time. Yeah. How he experiences life. It's very maddening. Just the complete, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the complete linear thing because HBO's mess around with different timelines and things. I mean, we've talked about it with Westworld and stuff, but to see it all done at once. And then oddly enough, I found out not too long ago, Japan doesn't use tenses. And so he doesn't really use tenses either. So I was trying to look at it through that. I don't know how they do it. Most confusing thing in the world no. because as he's sitting there, he's like, "No, I'm having this conversation right now." What? Ten years ago? And but it's also very sad, though. He talks about it. Yeah. While he's having this conversation, he's also just stepping into the thing and being torn apart. That's, you know, I mean, all the different things he's, he can experience them all at once. And I mean, we see him laugh at his own joke six months ago. Yeah. You know, he's just like. Oh, right now, someone's telling me I have the most important or vivid imagination possible. Right, right. And so, like, I mean, he got sad at it when he was being told it once, and then he was laughing at it the next time. It's fantastic writing. Like, if time paradoxes are one of the hardest things to pull off, and they did an entire episode built around it, and it was perfect. I just love how they went back and forth, back and forth to, to make us feel like we were being relative like he was. If that makes sense. No, they they made an episode to make you... Ex- we got to experience an episode how Manhattan experiences life. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really, really well done. Um, it wasn't confusing no. to me, like how they handled it. No, no, it answered pretty much everything we've had. Yeah. Around this part of the plot, it's answered all of it. Yeah, it answered a lot of those simple questions. I think we got a couple of big reveals. Yep. Yeah. Um, no doubt obviously, there. with the Adrian situation where he's not. How about that? We've been thinking he's in prison this entire time. Yeah, he's not really. And Dr. Manhattan just gifted him the utopia he thought he wanted. Well, you know? it's, it's another example of how people think they know what they want and they don't. I mean, just like when he was talking about Angela, he said every sign in the book shows that she says she doesn't want it, but the reality of it is, is that she does. When it comes to a family, when she's talking to, you know, Hooded Justice, you know, Adrian is the same thing. You know, he's a person who thrives off of his own self-recognition, his thoughts, solving problems, you know, whatever you want to say. To go somewhere to where you are basically useless other than to be worshipped would be a prison. And that's what it's representing now. In a way, I feel like Adrian's tired when he meets him. And he's talking about, you know, nuclear you know, meltdown or whatever. He's like, 
Who wants you, his recognition? No one giving knows you this. I'm giving you that. I'm giving you everything, and you're still obsessed with your bombs and stuff like that. Well, but not only that, they don't know that he's giving it to him. Right. But I feel like he thought, since there's a utopia out there that he could send it, he was like setting him free. It's like I no longer have to worry about this anymore because he can't help it. It's it's like he says later. He's like, they're my children. Yeah. It's like all eight beer, billion of them yeah, are. I'll kill three million if it means it saves the other seven point seven. Yeah, billion. Your mask's a little off there, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. But, uh, but I'm just saying, like, he just—it's like he can't help himself. He yeah. has to in, interject himself into the situation, try to fix it. But now he can go somewhere and chill. But he finds out maybe he's bored. Well, I mean, he maybe goes from he realizes he can't not have conflict. Well, I mean. To me, like in study school, is, is that humans are a social species. If he has no one, <laughs> this is nothing there that he can be a part of. But he's a part you, of something because people are worshiping him every yeah, but day. That's, but, you know, as a social species, you want something that's an equivalent or close to it so that there's comparing ideas, com, uh, you know, contrast, different things of that nature. And to have borderline mindless clones yeah where you have to come up with everything and make every decision you know like you know they they can't fix the clock they give him a horseshoe instead of a knife you know and they do different things and all the i mean that is so beneath somebody who's considered the smartest person in the world you you follow what i'm saying to me it's a it's a direct recipe for disaster you know what i mean and so it totally makes sense from that point of view um Something I do want to bring up, this was brought to us in email, and I've always liked this, and I didn't catch it initially, and I appreciate it when we got an email last week, is that, you know, last time we watched it with Adrian, he said it's 365 days of trial, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And a viewer pointed out that every time they're talking about these anniversaries, every time you have an episode of Adrian, it's basically in a time lapse of a year. So every time we have a new episode, it was like a new year, a year has passed. And so that was definitely evident after this episode. And so kudos to that. Um, the other thing is that he actually points out the, the actual length of, you know, distance, 390 million, million miles away. You know what I mean? Um, from Europa, from Europa. Um, but, but cash brought up a good point. Or I don't remember who brought it up, but the fact that there was only seven candles in the cake, but we know it's been 10 years since he was sent mm-hmm. to Europa. Right, because you're referencing that the device that he gives Doctor Manhattan to make his lose his mind, you know, lose his memories, and it's ten years later before this tragedy happens. And but Correct. are we to say? But that's also going on the premise that since Doctor Manhattan is supposedly captured now, is that ten years from that? No, do I, we I, know that part for sure? No, I think Manhattan is ten years later. Yeah, because but, we saw him get the coin, but, and then. But what we don't know is that Adrian's on the same timeline. Yeah, they're showing the seven candle cake, whatever, like that. But that doesn't mean he's. God. It doesn't mean his story ends right there. We may have three more years. We've got one episode in the next episode. No, Correct. that's true. Because, it's, like you said, shit, you, it's possible. It's possible. I, it's you, possible, but I mean, all I we got is, an hour. Well, I hope it's longer than an hour. I hope we get a lot longer because I mean, there's a lot of things they have not answered. I mean, think about <laughs> just like we were talking about a minute ago. If we don't get an answer on who Quicksilver is, you know, Mister <laughs> Mister Lube dude, Lube Silver, you know, Lube yeah. Silver, you know, that's something that's out of the left field. I mean, there's a lot of things that need to be answered, and I'm if it's only an hour, 
I am drastically concerned we're not going to get the answers for a lot of things we have questions about. No, no, no. I feel like we're going to get every single answer, and even if it's an hour. Dude, these, dude. I have no faith we get every answer. But I don't Masterful. think this show is supposed to tell us every answer. Like, I think it wants to leave a lot of things open just for debate and conversation. Man, I don't think so. I, don't, I think they, they, they've written in everything, and they've answered everything up to this point. Now, there's a few things left. Yeah. You know, obviously, obviously we want to know about the lube. Yeah. Lube silver. <laughs> there's no reason to put Hashtag it in there. Hashtag lube silver. Hashtag. Um, I mean, I think we've nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I it's got to be Petey. I think it's Petey. Yeah. Um, he's obsessed with the Minutemen and the Watchmen. And he's like, he's all about it. And I think he has a part to play as lube silver coming to help his partner. Right. Um. What 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 questions do we got? Like literally actual questions, not not saying like what do you think is going to happen, but actual question: Who's Loop Silver? Yep. <laughs> what happened to Looking Glass? Why didn't Doctor Manhattan just teleport out? That's pretty much it. Well, yeah. Like I did struggle with the end of why does he stand there when he knows this is about to happen. I mean, so I want to believe so the next avoidable. episode is going to give us the answer. But the only answer, yeah, the only answer we don't have is why doesn't he change it? Yeah. I mean, he can snap his fingers and all those guys out there disappear. He don't even have to go out there and do the whole wong, 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 you know, the Matrix thing and people's heads pop off like we're watching. Uh, That's pretty know. cool to see, though. But yeah. I mean, what like, was that movie? The Le- uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, where their heads yeah. pop off and stuff. No. Uh, I, well, and like, one of the, things, one of the have... things I saw on Twitter was, was like, was showing. Like the sad story of Manhattan is that mm-hmm. he can't end tragedy. It's, no, but you can get like, a different one. It's like she asked him about the Vietnam War. She's like, you knew afterwards mm-hmm. that you had done something you would regret. Why did you still do it? And his answer was, haven't you ever done anything you knew you would regret? It's like a one night stand. It's like a, you know what I'm saying? It's. You don't know if that one night, you don't know that you're going to regret it though. Uh, there's been a few I regret. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. right. I'm just saying like. Good need that extra shot of whiskey here. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I mean, you just, people do things that they know they're going to regret all the time. Yeah, that's, I mean, I just feel like there's, there's like a tinge of hope that you won't regret it. Yeah, Whereas he I, I, automatically no. knows there's. I understand what you're saying, but I'm but I'm saying is, is we don't we don't know how much he knows past this point. I gotta figure it's everything till the end of time, exactly. or till his end of time. We have to assume that, but he's not giving up the goods in the episode. No, no and so no. like my only other thing is like, do we think it's like a Doctor Strange thing? I've looked at 14 million possibilities, or does he only? Do we think he only knows his timeline? Like, if he saw, if he just teleported and avoided this situation, it was worse. So, this is the devil he knew. So, he's like, this is why it has to be done. But there's also the sequence of Adrian saying, like, you don't only want to be in love. You want to be mortal. You don't want to pretend mortal. You want yeah. to be mortal. So, maybe he sees it as, like, this is what he wanted. Do you think, well, and of course, this is, you know, piggyback on what you're saying there. What you know, he made a statement of I can transfer my powers over if the person gives permission, consent, yeah. consent, or you know, and so whatever they're going to try to do to him backfires, but it maybe it turns him back to mortal. No, it's possible. Well, because they would have to give consent, and then he would still have to relinquish his powers. 
Uh, he was making it seem like it was a two-step process. You know, it's the, not- the the question on Twitter that I, I came across was: Does is consent the same as somebody taking it from you? Obviously, they are giving their consent; they yeah. want it, but can they just take it from you? Not sure. Yeah, it's no, I don't think of- you're going to be able to hurt him or anything. He would still have to decide, like, okay, I will put my cells into he whatever it, it is. Atomic. Yeah. Whatever. Into, Goo. Yeah. You know. and put it into, but, or, or he would put it into organic matter that you could digest and thus get it. And he said it would you would inherit them. So I don't even know if he would be losing his powers. You know, and like, just, just like you said on Twitter, people are raving about how the, the cover art shows Angela with a blue glow to her. And it's either you can either say that she's staring at Dr. Manhattan and nobody picks that up, or she's potentially the one who's going to inherit it in some process. Which also, Very fantastic possible. job by whoever came up with that idea and then to pull off the design of that poster. Yeah. Uh, you know, just one of those things that's been slapping us in the face the entire time. It was like, Never even dawned on me. Oh, yeah. But it never would have dawned on you until last week. Yeah. <laughs> and I, mean, I would love to hear the person who claims to have guessed. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be giving you Wait, credit. Two, this is obvious. Yeah. Let me tell you what's going on here. Oh, my God. Y'all didn't see it? I want to see somebody holding a newspaper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I need proof Cal's of Manhattan. theory. Yeah. Cal's Manhattan. Right you heard here. it here first. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like as soon as everybody walked out of Sixth Sense. Wait, y'all didn't know that he was already dead? Come on. It, it was <laughs> yeah, the biggest really. thing there. I knew that 10 minutes in. Y'all didn't catch that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, just bravo to HBO and their people. Like It just shows this is where you come for fantastic television. Absolutely. I mean, we got a fantastic, you know, uh, appropriation joke. Oh, my no, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> that was just glorious. Um they tend to nail all the like the timing of yeah. current it, events. Well, like that just great reveals that are subtle. I mean, Adrian doing the squid. You know, it's not a government conspiracy. It's actually Adrian. World peace. However, government can still be doing it because Adrian's been locked up for how many years? But we don't know how, what that how, timeline is. There's no way government would have the capabilities to do it though. Like, I mean, I Adrian's know. the smartest person in the world and created this in his own lair. Again, we don't know what Adrian's timeline is. Uh, uh, but to me, the, the like previous the, thing is, though, we we could say when he's when Manhattan comes to talk to him about a solution to his mm-hmm. problem. Right. She was 10 years ago in Saigon. Right. But yes. I, what I'm saying is, though, I mean, he's doing this, the squid thing. He's like the man in the lighthouse. He's always manning it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think he's tired. Like he's just been dealing with this for so long. He looks right. old. He looks beaten down. Yeah. All right. So there was a viewer that brought this up, and I like this theory, and I want y'all's opinion on it. An episode or two ago, we were in Lady True's domain, and there was a gold statue of Ozymandias, Adrian, of his current form. Yes. Not of what he looked like back in the time. And they even brought it up in the episode. Right. Why is it done as he's aged and not right. younger or anything? And the theory is is that that is Adrian just encased. Like like a Han Solo kind of, you know, he's encased. And Lady True's working on getting him or back for, to form. Or for people who haven't seen the old Star Wars for some whatever reason, Mandalorian. They bring that back in everything. Yeah. Right. Um... What what are y'all's thoughts on that? I love it. 
I think it's cool, but I, I, it's not what I'm. It's not leaning, what I envisioned. It's not what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, I, I don't know how it would be possible, but I love the theory. I think it's creative and it makes sense. Well, my only thing is, is like Jeremy Irons, the actor, has looked the same. <laughs> Since I remember kinda, who Jeremy Irons is, yeah, he's very no. distinctive looking. So making him look much younger, I could see some difficulty there. Well, a ten-year gap, even from when Manhattan talks to him to to what we're seeing now, he looks no different. True, you know what I'm saying. So it's like twenty years before it was much different then. You know, I mean, I just like I don't know. I'm I'm just not sure that that's going to be. I think it's a good theory. Yeah. But that's not the one I'm leaning towards, I guess. Right. I mean, I'm still hanging on the whole, you know, he's True's dad, you know, because she wants mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that. Well, theory. I mean, that doesn't take away from that theory. No, I agree. Yeah, so I agree, but that's just not the way I see him coming back. Well, the only thing that leads the credence to it, this is what I think about when somebody says that is, is that that whole farm scene where she goes and gets that land mm. and something lands in the back as soon as those people are gone that makes me feel like this next episode that's going to be the reveal of adrian landing from wherever he came from okay but i mean if it's in that statue it's burnt up or it's it's not in pristine condition if it comes in in that well, you just don't so. know what he came back in so i mean like i, I don't know i'm just thinking there's a reason they showed us that landing of something landing in that field. You know, she knew the trajectory of whatever it was was going to land there. She made sure that she bought this place. And if somebody is 49 light minutes away or 390 million miles, you would know when and where and how they land if you saw, if you had part of the plan of them coming. And so that would give you the time to go and create a child, you know, buy this land, get them off of it in time to, hey, here it is. If you know what I'm saying, so it, like, it she, all adds up. Why is she building the giant clock? I don't know. Well, and then, but we've also discovered that it wasn't Adrian's technology or anything that made these clones. Manhattan no. did it all. Yeah. And right. so, how did she make a baby? Where did she get this technology? No, she's just using classic cloning technology. Okay, right. Like they, they showed the dogs being cloned. Mm-hmm. We're just doing the same thing with humans. Um, yeah, I remember she's buying up all these companies well yeah and her she's extremely intelligent obviously as but well, i mean but. like we were initially talking about that under the premise that adrian had just replicated his technology up on europa yes. and everything yes. but now we found out that wasn't the case at all no it was it actually was, dr manhattan right who just gave him a mechanism to create more yes um i, I, I don't know i think lady true has a lot left unanswered when it I, comes I to, feel like she is the biggest remaining questions. Correct. I mean, like, the purpose of the clock, whose dad is. What's the blue thing flying out of landing? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now, like, the question of also is that, you know, you know, he put save me D, you know, who's D? Um, you know, there's there's a lot of those questions that have, you know, that go that yeah. route. Um she she knew Manhattan was there, and so the question, like Angela says, is you know she she wants you as well. Why? Um, so I mean, there's still a good ten, fifteen questions that the show has presented that we do not have a conclusion for whatsoever. I mean, we've still got to find out if 
her granddad is going to go, if we're going to get another one of his episode breakdowns of how he found everything out from. Well, that's the other thing. Do we, does he have anything else? Is it just as simple as what they said right here when he's standing on the pool is, is by asking those questions in that relative time, did she create Judd's own demise based purely on those two questions? Because if that's all it took and he killed him because of that, and he had no connection to the the Cyclops or anything else other than that was part of his past, and that the old man is not actually pursuing the senator or any of the other things like that with it. I mean, that that kill had nothing to do with Seventh Cavalry. No, I mean this that kill had everything to do with Cyclops, right? Because I mean, she old. even says it that she was like, "How did you know that Judd was a part of Cyclops?" So I mean, Seventh Cavalry not even brought into it. Right. Now so people can say it's the same organization and everything. Purely but. coincidental? No, that's what we talked about before. And I was talking about it was, I feel like Judd has a redeeming... Quality. Yeah, quality moment to him or whatever you want to say. Because you know, his last words were like, I'm trying to help you people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went off the evidence based on what she asked him. Yeah. Um, you know, and well, I mean, like, how did you know Judd was a member of Cyclops? And how did you know he had a clan outfit in his closet? Mm-hmm. If I, you're Hood of Justice, that's the two keys right Cy- there. Yeah, Cyclops yeah, is what you fought. <laughs> that's why you became that's, Hood of Justice. That's strike one in two. Tulsa. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. She, he knows she's going to Tulsa, and this guy's got a clan uniform, and she's saying he's. Member of Cyclops. Yes. And like, you didn't finish your job. Your right. job is not done yet. Yeah. And I mean, like, the just the look of confusion on Dr. Manhattan's face. Yeah. And then just the pure agony on hers of like, oh, no. Am I the reason this is all started? Fantastic at acting. Fantastic yeah. writing. Like, yeah. this is why we watch shows like this. Yeah. It's just. And then him just, like, sitting there, standing on the pool. Perfect comedic relief. Like, oh, you walk on water. Sometimes. Yeah. We just needed. It's just like get off yeah. the fucking pool and tell me where you sent them children. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard. Like I said, this episode's a lot of. Well, I'll it, say kudos to the special effects for how it shows him create his Europa. Yeah, I thought that was pretty freaking oh, awesome. Gorgeous. And then, how they did and the then special bringing, effects and bringing back the couple mm-hmm. that was taking in, you know, Jews and stuff like that, trying to flee a, you know. Scary Germany yeah, and cool history of all that stuff, and then even gives history. Uh, his he was a his dad was a watchmaker, and that Adrian knew that, and it plays into the whole thing of him carrying that watch around. That even the you know the clones are trying to fix and they can't. You know what I'm saying? And so it even goes back to that. I think that's the original clock that his dad had from the 30s. You know he was working on on that bed. Could be. You know it just I get that premise that you know he's a horo- you know so his dad was a horologist you know and. um uh, Man, did you get like a seven uh, point like word dictionary before this episode started? <laughs> no, uh, shit town. Yeah, shit town, man. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't. I usually don't pimp other a lot of other podcasts, but like one of my ultimate ultimate favorite podcasts ever is Shit Town, and it's about a horologist. Okay, and it's about John B. Blackmore, isn't it? Blackmore, yeah, in Shit Town, Alabama. It's it's just an amazing podcast. Um, but I mean, there's, so, I mean, we had that and that's why he's carrying around the watch and everything. And they do a great job of connecting 
us through the episodes with these little things. Yeah. Did y'all... Did you like the torture of look like you're being hung and throwing tomato, putting tomato smash in your face and doing that for 365? Well, yeah. just, I mean, you're talking about the mental commitment to be able to survive that anguish. You know, I'd just be like, just hang me. <laughs> Get this over with, man. <laughs> Master, will you stay? No. no. Yeah. Master, will you stay? I was just like, what is going on? I hate tomatoes. That's oh, yeah, that's that, like, that that was torture. slow torture for me. Um, so how about this episode is the first time we had a credits scene, a, a long post, yeah. post credit scene, post credit scene before we get the preview. Yep. Found out the game warden is the original, is the original, original Mr. Phillips. Well, is he even Mr. Phillips? Because he said he saw the creation. So was this somebody? No, he's, he's the Adam. Okay. We haven't, we don't we know if we've seen Eve. the Eve yet. Um, Ms. Crookshanks. So yeah, we'll see. Was about she the that. prosecutor maybe? I think so, for for whatever reason. Yeah, and I think they actually play against each other. Well, because I mean, we talked about how she winked, like she was kind yeah. of independent of all the other people and everything. It would make sense that she's the person going against the judge. So I mean, I can definitely see it, and I mean, just their conversation. Yeah. Well, well, not uh, Crookshanks, but just the original Mister Adams and Ozzy Phillips. Um, why I said Adams? Oh, because <laughs> well, Adam, Adam and Eve. Eve yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um. So does he dig himself out with this horseshoe? Yeah. I mean, it appears that's going to be the case. Um, but. <laughs> Another joke. He's like, he goes, oh, he said, what's that book about loneliness? You wouldn't understand. Oh, I know what loneliness is. He goes, oh, because your blue daddy went to get a pack of cigarettes, didn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Love I was it. dying, Love man. <laughs> yeah. They, um. But I feel like they're throwing a lot of jokes out there. Blue could be swapped with orange. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. There's borderline Trump jokes in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought but, you were uh, going with Agent Orange. Right, so yeah. I'll tell you, they did go the whole, they went, they sh- They gave you a Bible, but you also have Dr. Manhattan talking about that these, you know, Adam Eve, all that stuff, that's all fiction. It's all, you know, this, that, or so on. So they, you know, they show you both sides of the spectrum on that. Um, you know, some people some people could turn the show off completely because somebody writes something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely, definitely. But I mean, it was it was nice too though to see the Crookshanks. You know, say when he, when she hands him the Bible, he's like, "Yeah, my father doesn't believe this stuff." And she goes, "Well, that's fine too. There's still great stories in there, mm-hmm. right?" So it's like there's nothing wrong with anything. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I think it was I think it was well played. It's a story. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Um, just subtle stuff. Um, predictions? Yeah, I say we get to predictions, man. Because uh, the preview was long and showed a lot. Well, it shows stuff if, maybe that you think you may have seen. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just a lot of well, flashes. We, we, we do see Dr. Manhattan is still alive. Cal is still in looks like a secure in like spot. a box. Um, we do see the senator is naked in like a similar box. So I'm guessing we're going to see something where he's trying to turn into... The transfer. The transfer of that. So uh, if it is an organic goo, would you take Dr. Manhattan's organic goo to become Dr. Manhattan? If you consent. If he offers, I guess. Am I, would you, no, he's if, asking, would you do it? Would I do it? Yes. Oh, man. Maybe do it for a little while, then give it up to somebody else. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if that's possible, then yeah. <clears throat> I would probably say yes. Be honest with you. Yeah. Just be like, 
you know, <laughs> I'm a person who, who loves the idea of uniqueness, doing something that's one-off, unique, being different. Becoming a god, you know, side hey, effect. It is what it is, you know. <laughs> you know, a person is only idolized as a god if he portrays what he does or his actions that inhere that feeling towards that person. As Cal, he's not considered a god. He was just an average guy. Because he didn't know he had godlike powers. No, what I'm saying is, is that if other people saw him and didn't know who he was, you know, by showing what power you have enlists an opinion about you, if that makes sense. Like, if I'm artistic, my brother and I can draw, okay, like that. But if I never show anybody I can draw, nobody's going to characterize me as somebody who's artistic. And so if you don't show that you have the ability or power to be characterized as a god, then you're not considered one. God is a word of, you know, a perception from, a, from, a, from another person. I'm trying. I know that sounds all deep and everything, but I'm just being honest. I mean, like it's like everything is perspective. I mean, you draw scribbly lines, and I say, "Wow, that's the most beautiful art ever," and somebody else looks at it and goes, "That's shit." You know what I mean? But it's just like you go down to Miami, and somebody sells a fucking banana with duct tape to a wall for a hundred grand and says it's art. You know, and that happened. And so, I mean, like it's the same thing. No, God's a God. It doesn't matter if people see it or not. I, hey, I, I see where you're going it, it with it. This word. could all go in a bunch of different directions, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I'm expecting my boy Looking Glass to be there. Yeah, to F something undercover. Uh, undercover, wearing one of the Rorschach masks. I think this... What I'm hoping is that somehow Looking Glass takes over the Rorschach mask. You know what I mean? And like okay, that's who he be- that's who becomes becomes him almost. So you're perceiving there's going to be a season two. I feel like there would be. I don't know what it would be about necessarily, but I feel like they can introduce more characters and do d- even a different story. It doesn't have to be anything about Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. You know? Um. Although I'd hate to see it not include some of the people we love on this show. But I mean, oh. HBO is really good at not at splitting it off. Yeah. Of uh, just, you know, continuing something under the same name with completely different people. The difference here is season two is going to have a big expectation of season one was all about big reveals. And so it's like we're feeling, figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Season two to create another figuring everything out kind of situation would be very difficult in That's my fair. mind. Like in Westworld, they're able to repeat that because you're like, okay, you don't know who's who, if this is real what's what, da-da-da, and then guess what? There's reveals at the end of it, and you're like, crap, that's awesome. Well, even they changed it up by making us go through that wonky timeline thing. Exactly. So, I mean, like, to this one, I don't know. Watchmen, it would be a, it would be a difficult, but I think they could do it. I mean, it's all about which angle you go for. That's true. I mean, I, I, it's only eight episodes. I mean, they may not even be planning on a second season. It's, it's Nine, isn't it? it yeah, nine. Nine. Yeah, yeah, nine episodes. Sorry, this is number eight. So, um, all right, other predictions. All right, so you say Warshack become you know well, revived. I, no, I'm just saying that Looking Glass is undercover and is going to be crucial in thwarting whatever the senator's trying to do. We we see uh, what's her name uh, Blake. Blake character. is still attached yeah. to a chair. Yeah, we're hoping Lube Man comes into play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like Abar makes it to wherever. To that warehouse as well. And she's got to figure out how to get there. So do we think maybe that... I don't even know how she would begin to get there. I mean, I guess maybe her grandfather. Or maybe she just runs up to Lady True. 
Not sure. I don't know. That's, that's like I said. There's a lot going on there, but <sighs> I mean, do we predict that Manhattan dies? Me, I say yes. I I I can't fathom somehow killing Doctor Manhattan. So I just don't. I'm going to go with no, just because I don't understand how you would do it. But if his powers are removed, but like, how do you? If he gives them to say a bar before the senator can transfer him, gives her an egg. But the repercussions of giving up his powers to him would be greater than she would die anyway. I would. I mean, you know. You're giving your powers to a white supremacist. Like it's just, <laughs> I don't see it ending well for. Her. So I don't think he would voluntarily give up the powers to no. save her life. No, Manhattan giving the powers to I, Abar. I under, okay. Before the senator can take him from Manhattan, because there's something about that consent thing and the egg thing. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to come back. Right. You know, that. Because it made a big deal about it. It was in the bar scene. It was on the pool. It was. Yeah. Do we think he initially put his powers in that egg in that scene and just redrank them? I mean, he he knows how it was going to go. So I Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm just saying, I think. I think there's something to it. I think there's some. I think somehow he transferred them. To her. Before he's killed or whatever the case may be. Okay. We may even see him in his classic form of John. You know, we haven't, yeah. have we, we haven't ever seen it other than his child form, right? So, that's possible. Yeah. Again, this show is leading us down this path and we think we see it. What he considers tragedy, we, we could be completely wrong. Just completely wrong. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. They're, they're, they're shaping up a narrative with a lot of breadcrumbs going one way. But you know, we just don't know what that tragedy is. You know what I mean? I mean, if, for all you know, Abar doesn't make it. The tragedy, the reason they're not together after 10 years is because she dies. That's why I fully expected it to be. Like, I didn't think he was going to die. So I assumed when he said tragedy, it was like, oh, Abar died. You know, that maybe there's a reason the kids are gone with the grandfather and all that stuff. I mean, like you just, I don't know. I mean, like there's, there's a lot there. And if she does, are they going to regenerate her by using lady true's technology? Like they're doing the girl. So, I mean, like there's a lot of opportunity there, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like they're just, <laughs> no, they've laid a lot of groundwork for lots of opportunities or lots of different outcomes. I just, I don't know. It's it's out there. I mean, but I think there's a lot of people in this warehouse now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that warehouse is going to be key. Uh, very, very key. And the true thing, I feel like the Lady True story is going to happen for Adrian's storyline. Well, no, because she's bringing Adrian back to save Dr. Manhattan. That's what she told us. Here's the other thing, too. i just throwing this out here randomly. Okay. Abar was in there because she took nostalgia mm -hmm. and they were, were taking out the bad memories, but she could have also been copying memories that she has. So if she is killed, they can reproduce her. That, that was there. 
Maybe. You, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, remember the whole the, the elephant thing and all that stuff? Is that so. your memory or is that his memory? Whose memory are you having right now? Because you, you are right. They were asking her those questions. Right. So they could pinpoint and be like, okay, your brave brain waves go like this whenever it's your memory versus this or that. Yeah, so I mean, like, it's weird that Manhattan goes to see Adrian and says, how did you know I was on Europa? An elephant told me. Yeah. An elephant told me. An elephant. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like, what a random comment. Like, that's, that is not for no reason, right? I mean, that's. You're right. That's not just thrown in there for just for laughs. But no. <laughs> An mean, elephant was... told me. Hmm. Like I said, I think he's on a weird thing, on a weird different timeline. So we're going to see, I guess, but yeah. Cuz the for thing, all, yeah, for when all. she buys the land, they so, immediately step outside and that thing lands. Mm-hmm. Correct. And she's already in the middle of building the clock. Why was she building the clock before this even happened? Before the whatever's landing and buying this land and stuff like that. I mean, I'm just. Does he become Manhattan? Lady True story yeah. is way out well, there. Yeah, hey, this will have a lot of stuff, man. There's no doubt. Yeah. And we know she has the clone technology because she produced this baby for those people. Yeah. That's their kid. Well, and she cloned her mom. Right. So, I mean, like. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But here, another theory I have also is is that her dad could be the comedian. It, you know, and I know it's kind of wild out there, but if you remember, you know, like he he was a savage. You know, you know, in which I was part of its movie, but I've also heard a little bit about it. It, it, it was possibly he was in that war and the fight. You know, and he was dealing with Asians and everything like that. You know, is it possible that he fathered a child over there or something? That was another email somebody sent us was is that the comedian could be dead. Um, but I think that's kind of a based off of the yeah. movie stuff. I mean, but. I would love it, but I just don't see them bringing him in on the final episode and all that kind of stuff. Well, but that could be the antagonist for next season. You know what I mean? Is, you know, bringing one of the, the bad Minutemen back or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like I said, that's just that's what that was an email we yeah. got, and so where where did True say she got her mom's memories? She didn't. She didn't say. Uh. Uh-uh. She just said she was feeding. She goes, no, they're her memories. Because Angela thought she was feeding her Lady True's memories, and then that's when we got the reveal that it was actually her mom, and not right. her. So she has cloned, created a child. Mm-hmm. It's her mother. That's her mother. And is now feeding her, her mother's, mother's old, old memories. memories. Mm-hmm. Right. So if she were to create another child that is Adrian and feed him Adrian's Adrian. memories, mm-hmm. Adrian would now be a young man again with all more time. Correct. So maybe that's a way of doing that. Maybe How do you what, get Adrian's Maybe memories? what's sent back... To Earth is just a piece of Adrian to take his DNA to create his clone. But where did you get his memories from? How did she get her mom's memories? I don't remember. Well, I mean, I, I would assume maybe like through dementia or something. I mean, because she was with her parents the entire time. I think I her mom I, died yeah. as slow. I don't remember. 
I don't know I don't if we were told. She's but. feeding him to her daughter like nostalgia. Yes. So just, it, and also through IV. Yeah. So it's. But did they even say where they get? How do they get nostalgia? Well, she created that drug. I understand that, but mm. how did he get the memories? I think you voluntarily <laughs> just go there, and they. I think it's the whole thing. You have that thing in your arm, and it goes to an elephant, all that stuff. I think that was a. I think that was just a visual cue of how nostalgia's made. There's something weird going. On. I just think there's something that's going to come out clearer. Yes. Yes. About you. how the memories can be put into somebody. You know, because if she can just create another human being, and it be Adrian now, you know, a clone of Adrian's baby self. You know, there's a lot of lot of lot of big window right there you could go through. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but. All right. Well, I mean, I, I can't think of anything else, man. We could sit here and speculate for hours about where. <laughs> My brain's melting. So. Yeah, yeah, but like you said, I want to figure out what Lady True's angle is. You know, what's going on, how that's going about. And I want to know, of course, how, it, you know, what's going to happen with certain characters, but I definitely want to see Looking Glass get back in the picture. I like your theory of him becoming, you know, wearing Rorschach's mask, like becoming what he idolized, I guess. Well, he knows he no longer has to wear the, the foil. Right, which yeah. is disappointing because I really enjoy yeah, it. I mean, that's the coolest oh, mask I've seen. It's so badass. You know. like, as you were saying that, I was like, man, I kind of hope he doesn't because that means we lose this mask, and this right. mask is so good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there, there, there's a lot going on there. there. There's a lot. And then, of course, I do want to find out if there is, if it's just completely coincidental, if Abar created Judd's demise or... Was there something more to that? You know, I want. I think get, there's more to the judge. Story. I want to get to more in depth on those parts. So one two-hour episode. Yeah, I want I it to too, essentially man. be ten episodes, just labeled as nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on. I that I just one. don't see why they would do it that way. But yeah, you're probably right. But guys, let us know what you think. Uh, again, we referenced several emails this episode, and so we always appreciate them. So if you send us one, that's at bleedtvpodcast at gmail um, also, thank you for the additional positive reviews on iTunes. That has been a big help. If you haven't done that yet and you have enjoyed the show, we would greatly appreciate anything you put down positive. Um, but always check out us on social media. We do a lot of conversations with people. That is on Bleed TV Podcast at, um, on Twitter as well as Facebook. Um, and be looking that you know, you know we have one more episode of this, and I think the next show we're going to wrap into is I think in January 12th. And that's going to be Outsiders. Uh, that's another HBO special that's going to be with Jason Bateman. based The, on the Outsider. The Outsider, sorry. Not to be confused with the right. fantastic movie back in the 80s. Yeah, Pony Boy. Yeah. Um, that's going to come out January 12th. Um, and it's got a nice lineup in that movie and a pretty cool premise. And so I'm looking forward to it. Um, but other than that, I don't think we got anything else for this one, guys. Yeah. Nope. Nope. All right, guys. Well, this was a Watchman Podcast by Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all next week. Unforgettable. That's what you are.